You are listening to Open Science Talk, the podcast about, well, open science. This is episode 15, and today we are talking about what happens when you don't have a journal deal with a large publisher anymore. So the context of this episode is the decision from Norway to not renew their deal with the publisher Elsevier. Our guest today is Mona Magnussen, head of uh, the Department of uh, Collections at the University Library at UIT, the Arctic University of Norway. And Mona has also been involved with the negotiations and the preparations for the negotiations for years from the Norwegian side. Uh, Mona Magnussen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So... We just heard the news that Norway is not renewing uh, the deal with Elsevier. Uh, why? Well, this is uh, the biggest deal uh, that we have in Norway. It's um, it's worth, I guess, I think it's worth 80, 80 90 million Norwegian kroner. It has 44 participants uh, from uh, the higher education uh, and research um, institutions. Uh, and... It contains 2,400 titles, of course, many hundred thousands articles. And uh, uh, we paid uh, at the University of Tromsø around 10 million Norwegian kroner each year for this uh, deal. Uh, so it's the biggest publisher in the world. And they do not want to see the same as we do. We want to see a shift towards open access publishing uh, in these kind of deals. And Elsevier, they, they do not want the same. Uh, so much that uh, that we do. So uh, they have decided to uh, not renew this deal for now. So uh, what were the main points um, from Norway that uh, Elsevier couldn't make? Uh, well, uh, we pay both for uh, for reading. We have the subscription-based financial model, and we also pay uh, for our articles to be open access. And we just want to pay for the open access part. We don't want to pay for the reading fee any longer. We want to see a shift towards an open access financing model. We can pay for this in a transition model, but we don't see that transition. We don't see that they want the same as us. That's why uh, we didn't want to go any further with this deal. Why is this important, this transition to open access? Uh, why is this important for Norwegian uh, institutions? Well, the thing is that we want... Uh, publicly funded uh, research to be open for reading for everyone because research builds on research so we want everyone to be able to read all our research uh, and this is the political thing behind this uh, this uh, demand but also um, we have seen big price increases from these publishers uh, especially uh, Elsevier for very many years because they are in a monopoly-like situation where they can dictate prices and they have been doing that for very many years so we can't afford any longer these big deals from these publishers. So uh, Elsevier has said in, said in their response that um, uh, that Norway, uh, they, they offered Norway a multiple low-cost option for rapid transition to gold open access publishing and that Norway is essentially asking to receive two services for the price of one. What does that mean? It means they see it like we want to be able to read and to pay op- uh, and to publish open access at the same time. Uh, they want us to, to pay for both. We call this double dipping. We want to pay for open access. We want to pay to publish a fair price and not pay for the reading. 
as well. So we we see it very differently from the the publisher. We see that that we pay double up instead of uh, what they state that we do. Um, what do we do now as a library? Um, we we've been expecting this, but but uh, how have you prepared? We have tried to prepare. Uh, we have never been in this situation before. Uh, but we have um, we have uh, made some arrangements with new new systems for ordering articles that we will uh, um, so we can be able to get uh, literature quite quickly if uh, demand is there. We have made um, a website and some leaflets to inform our our staff and students how to to find articles open access or in other ways than uh, through our systems, through our licenses. Uh, and we follow the situation quite uh, closely to be able to give good uh, service to our students and staff. Uh, but, but can the staff and, and students um, expect to get, um, to get the same literature? Uh, yes, um, but not so quickly. Yeah, because they have accessed uh, uh, these articles uh, seamlessly through the web and now it will be no access uh, so they will have to order these articles instead for, from us so and of course that costs money and we we have to order things so it will be uh, a couple of days before we can fulfill their wishes uh, and we do not have the staff uh, ready uh, we, we do a lot of things of course but we, we will try our best to fulfill all this uh, these orders, but uh, uh, we don't know how we, uh, it will be affected yet. So, so um, I know uh, you talked about uh, your relationship with uh, Sweden and, and learning from them. Um, uh, how has that been important in understanding how the library should work when you cut the deal? We have talked a lot to Sweden. We have looked at their websites and their information, and uh, we have also talked about their experiences with uh, their students and staff. And they have experienced um, uh, not very many orders. Uh, students and staff, they understand uh, why uh, they have said no to Elsevier. Uh, so they respect uh, and try to find material in other ways. So they search the web for uh, open access uh, articles, more or less, uh, instead of ordering uh, at the library. But of course, uh, if our students and researchers need um, uh, this literature, we will uh, uh, get it for them. Uh, that's our goal. But doesn't that uh, cost a lot of money to, to order uh, individual uh, papers? Yes, it does. So we will not be able to fulfill every wish, but we will try as long as we can to be able to fulfill uh, most wishes, of course. But we will monitor the situation quite closely too, to see that we that we don't spend uh, all our money saved from this uh, deal uh, uh, on ordering articles from so, the same uh, publisher. We won't do that, of course. So um, what kind of reactions uh, have you gotten uh, since uh, this happened this week? Uh, we haven't had uh, many reactions yet because still we have access to all the articles. I guess they are working on shutting it down, but still we have the access. And um, so I guess uh, the reactions will come uh, later on when access is uh, is closed. Uh, so we've also heard that we made a deal with Wiley. Um, what kind of a deal is that? This is a so-called read and publish deal. Uh, and um, the read read part is we pay for um, 
we pay for the reading, uh, so it's more like the subscription-based model, but we also pay for our authors to, to publish free of uh, free in all wireless journals, or more or less all. It's not all, but it's mo- most of the journals in Wiley. Our corresponding authors can publish uh, open access without any costs uh, for, for them. The library will cover all costs when it comes to open access publishing. This is within this deal. So is that a perfect deal for the library when it comes to the transition towards open access? Well, I don't know all the details, but I know so much that I, I know it's not a perfect deal. But it's a movement towards what we would like to see. So it's kind of trying something new uh, for the libraries that we want to see. So I think in that matter, it's it's a good deal. I think it also gives us access to around 1,500 that's journals. Um, uh, I'm guessing that's a good thing when the Elsevier deal uh, is off the table. Definitely, definitely a good deal because we need these 1,500 titles. So, uh, but is this a result of the Elsevier deal being cancelled? No, these uh, negotiations has been done in parallel. So this is uh, due to good negotiations and and I guess also uh, pub- the Wiley publisher they uh, they have um, essentially wanted to find a solution to this uh, situation more than the other publishers um, have. They have been more often at the table, I think, with uh, with suggestions uh, for how to proceed in the, in this movement towards open access publishing. What does this have to say when it comes to the other deals? Um, do we know anything there? No. Uh, we have heard today that uh, Springer Nature has said they won't stop access until uh, 15th of April because negotiations are still going on. Uh, we haven't heard anything about Taylor and Francis, but I guess it's more or less the same. Um, okay, so now we have uh, one deal with Wiley. We don't have one with Elsevier will we be okay as a library? I think so. I think we'll be okay. But of course, uh, students and stuff will experience loss in access. Uh, so it's a new situation we need to deal with, but I think we will be fine. Uh, Mona Magnussen, uh, it has been a pleasure. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to be here. Hi everyone, if you want to read more on this topic then visit our website uit.no slash ub or check out our Twitter page. We have been posting a lot of information concerning this issue lately. This podcast is produced by the University Library at UIT, the Arctic University of Norway. Thanks for listening.